Hey Island Church, this is Ben Williams and from me and Audrey and all my kiddos, we greet y'all and it's so good to be with you today. Um, I was texting a, a friend of mine the other day from the church and really what we miss most is the body, you know, is, is y'all, is being with y'all. And, you know, I know that it's not going to be too much longer. You know, this is only temporary. And here shortly, we're all going to get together again. You know, it's like a... I think it's like a family reunion that you want to go to, <laughs> you know, really, really happy to uh, be back with y'all, hug on everybody, love on everybody, and, you know, uh, it, it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. There's going to be times of refreshing when we get back in the church, and I just, I, we can't wait, you know, and so uh, we so look forward to that, but, you know, God, he, he kind of speaks into me with just questions sometimes, you know, uh, he started asking me just a simple question, what are you going to think on? What, what happened was, is when we were coming back from uh, Nicaragua, was the week when all the world just went crazy. <laughs> we were coming back and we were hearing news from the States and it was like, man, what is going on? And, uh, and the Holy Ghost, you know, he's so good about bringing scripture back to remembrance. That simple question, you know, of what are you going to think on? He brought up the scripture of, uh, set your affection on things above and not on below, not on the things of the earth. And so when he asks you a question like that, it's good to go look at it. When he's speaking to you, he'll, he'll reveal even more if you'll go search it out. So let me read this to you. This is the uh, Colossians 1 through 3. This is just the King James Version. It says, If, you the be, if ye the be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on the things of the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. So, simply, the Lord was just telling me, what are you going to do with things that are happening here on the earth? What are you going to think on? What are you? And so, I started studying, I started looking at it, it's, it's so cool. The Holy Ghost is such an awesome teacher. He, uh, I read a lot after uh, Rick Renner. He does a lot of uh, 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 Greek studies and just, you know, in no way am I going to try to say the names or even try to spell them because you know me. <laughs> but he said in, in, the, in the study in Rick Renner's looking at the scriptures and bringing out the Greek meanings, it says, set your affection on things above. It describes more not about your affection, but what you're setting your mind and your intellect on. It can also be interpreted as to who, what you're focusing one's thoughts on. It could also be translated, fix your thoughts on things above. It's you making the choice of what you're going to fix your thoughts on. It's, it's actually also meaning making the decision to focus on things above. Or, I, I, I really like this, or deliberately thinking on things above. So this, this comes down to you. And that's why the Lord is asking me, like, what are you going to do with what's being said? What are you going to do with what's going on on this earth? What are you going to think on? And so he began to just reveal this to me. So I have to choose to deliberately think on the things above. We all have to. I, I love this part. This depicts a choice or a decision made with a person's mind that is independent 
of his or her emotions. Man, how many times does our emotions, our feelings in the situation where it just causes one to freak out? You know, <laughs> let's be honest. You know, we cannot let our emotions or feelings determine our thoughts and our choices. So what will we, will we choose? Will we choose our emotions? Will we choose to freak out right in the middle of it? You know, emotions will tell you to freak out. Emotions will tell you just to let your, your mind run and your, your mouth run with it, you know. But I like to say this, but before you respond to any of this, you have to tell yourself. You speak into yourself, tell yourself, hold up, hush your mouth, stay calm, and then you tell your mind, be quiet. Just hold on a second. And I love the Psalms 103. One translation, I love it. It talks about, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. One translation that says it like this, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, I tell myself. So who are you talking to? Soul, you're going to bless the Lord. You're not going to freak out. I'm not going to make choices or decisions by all that's going on. I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to look up to my Redeemer. I'm going to look up to who's going to help me through all this. So you have to tell yourself, your mind. You have to take your, your eyes off of what's below, what's temporary, what's happening right now, what could cause you to freak out, and you have to fix your eyes on who's above. So I like to say, like, we have all computers. Sometimes it's good to restart them, to reset them. You have to reset your thoughts on what's above and who's above. And all, you have to set your mind on what's eternal, which is the Word of God. This is the, uh, the Passion Translation, which I wanted to read to you because it's so good. It says, Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, it says feast. Uh, we all love to feast. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of this natural realm. I love that. Feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. So I, I say this, who is our greatest example? Who did this? Who set their mind, their, their focus on exactly what we're talking about? Their affection, their thoughts. Who did that? No better person than our hero, Jesus. It says in Hebrews 12 too, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher, finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, the same word, set, set before him, endured the cross. So I know no one likes to preach about endurance or patience. They're like, yay, I'm ready to go through patience. No, no, you know, none of us are excited about it. But if we will look, focus, deliberately choose to set our mind on what's above and who's above, we can endure anything. And that's where a lot of us are right now. We're just having to endure some things because, look, this is going to be over shortly. This is only temporary. The eternal things are established, and they, they are God is going to see us through all this. So, joy that was set before him endure the cross. Who set joy before Jesus? Simply, he did. He deliberately chose to focus on who's above. He did not focus, which is, this is awesome. 
if we could all get this, he did not focus on the emotion of the shame, the torture, but he looked to the Father. I mean, can you imagine what, some of us have been through some really tough stuff, but no one has been through what Jesus has. And what he was, the, the shame, the, his nakedness, how he was just beaten, tortured, hit, I mean, just, and you can't d describe all that he went through, he endured, but he set his mind, his affection on who's above. He looked to the Father. You know what, in John 17 and all through the scripture, he talks about how much he loved the Father. I mean, over and over, he says, oh, Father, I, I love you. I, I want them to be one as we are one. And he prayed for those disciples. He prayed for the whosoevers that will call on his name. So he loved the Father. What did he see? He saw himself with the Father again at his right hand. You just think, I mean, as he's going through this horrific stuff, he is setting his mind and his affection on things above. Think about this. He saw, he did not only say himself, with the Father, but what did, who did He see with Him? He saw us. It says we are seated with Him in heavenly places. So He is, we've been resurrected with Him and we've been seated next to Him. But He saw us with Him. Look at, think about this. He saw, He saw the blood. He saw the blood of the Lamb that forever washes away our sin. When you start thinking on the, on the redemptive truths that what He's provided for us, all this other stuff don't mean a hill of beans. When you start thinking about the blood, how it forgives, how it heals, how it just wipes away all of our sins, that, that is a whole lot better thinking than the low-level thinking. Look, He saw the whosoevers that will call on His name. He saw His glorious church. He saw his, Him being able to pour out His Spirit on His church in the book of Acts. And in these days, I mean, the former and the latter rain will come together. He's going to pour out His Spirit on all flesh, and He's doing it now. And it's, there's going to be a great harvest in the middle of all of this. So, another thing. He saw you, which is awesome. He looked down into the future, and He saw you. Look, He saw you fulfilling your call and your destiny. He chose to focus on what's above and what's eternal. So, I ask you this, and, I, and the Lord just kind of asked me that. What will help us set our focus or set our mind right? And the simple, simple answer that will help us set our, th our thinking on things above is simply worship. Worship is just not like we've said, is not just the slow song. Worship is not just with a tune. Worship is not just with a chorus. Sometimes worship is not even with words. Worship is lowering yourself. It is a posture of humbling yourself in the middle of a time where you could be freaking out. But you say, Lord, I just worship you. I don't understand it all. I don't know how it's all going to happen, but I worship you. When you begin to worship, now the, your thinking is going to go up. It's going to go up to the one who's redeemed you, who's, who has given you mercy and kindness. You know, he's with all of these benefits we talked in with Psalms 103 are there for you. That's when you begin to look up to him, and that is simply done through worship. You know, he loves to hear you sing. You know, maybe all the brothers and sisters don't, but <laughs> he loves to hear you. He loves to hear you worship. And just like uh, Abraham, when he's going up to take Isaac, he counted his sacrifice. He counted his obedience as worship. So, so many times, it's, you know, the act of 
Humility is your worship. So I just want to encourage you. These times, yes, you could freak out. Yes, these times we could be emotional and, and, and make bad decisions or choices. But what will you set your affections on? What will you set your mind? What will you deliberately choose to focus on? We all have to do it. It's the responsibilities on, our, on ourself. No one else could do it for us. If we will deliberately choose to focus on Him, the things of, above, we will not be left living this, this low-level life. So I want to just encourage you, if you will set your mind, set your heart on things above by simply worshiping God, you will endure all that is in front of us. So let me end with this, y'all. It's been really good to be with you. Let me end with it. This is the Message Bible. This, this puts it so easy, so simple. And this is Colossians again. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue those things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with, with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to which, what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. This is the last part of love. See things from his perspective. Hey, I hope that blessed y'all. We love you and we really look forward to seeing y'all very, very, very soon. All right. Jesus, see ya. I love you. Jesus, I see your place. I am so grateful. I love